Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I was about to sing, oh, come all you faithful. <laughs> I couldn't. Call back. Call back. Call back. Guys, this is a continuation from a previous episode where we talked about what ifs for the Star Wars prequels. Yes. This is this is the previously on only stupid, stupid answers. answers. Yeah, exactly. Damn it. I should have said that first. Too late. Worry. We're already into yeah. the episode. The grand... Not finale, because we're going to do more of these what-ifs. Yeah. I'm off to a great start, Well, guys. it's the finale of our Star Wars one, probably. Yeah, this is the last Star Wars what-if we'll do until the next one. Mm-hmm. Which is the finesse. summer, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh. Hal Han Solo. Sorry, Solo. Yeah. Star Wars movie. Guys. Yes. Welcome back to Only Stupid Answers. If you're joining us for the very first time, this is the best damn podcast you can put your ears into. And again, that was not a title given to us. Uh, no, I meant to say it was. <laughs> Doing great. Off to a great start. (laughs) So we like to talk about movies, TV shows, comic books, sometimes ghosts and aliens and fun stuff like that. You said UFOs once and I really like UFOs. UFOs. There's a uh, group of Marvel villains called the UFOs. Ooh, you should have said UFOs. The UFOs. Oh, the UFOs. Uh, I am DJ Woldridge. You can find me at DJ Talks Trash. This boy is Sam Basher. And you can find me at Sam Basher everywhere that matters. But DJ, if they were saying, hmm. I can follow these losers, but what if I wanted to follow just the podcast? Could they go to a website that would cleanly and concisely say all of our social media outlets? They could go to OnlyStupidAnswers.com. You gotta be shitting me. And that has all of our episodes. It has all of our social media listed. It even has our merch where mm-hmm. you can buy shirts and stuff like that. And you can also, if you want more of this lovely podcast, hmm. you can go to Patreon.com slash OnlyStupidAnswers where uh, people right now are watching us on video live as we record this episode so they knew about all this shit before you at home were listening about it Mm -hmm. and now don't you feel like a little left out Uh uh-huh you must feel so silly (laughs) well okay so last time yes on only stupid answers we talked about the prequels and what we'd like and to give a quickie a bridge because we go in depth dj you have your legal pad you got all your well actually i'm off the legal pad now that was for the prequels that was for the prequels yeah it was that's a that's a meaty notebook now we're going to be talking about uh the newer trilogy but we we did talk about what if how, how could you maybe adapt the prequels in a way that like would be more compelling and make a little bit more sense um yes. and be just inter- more entertaining i gave a pitch for going further in the past and doing a t- do a hogwarts-esque look at jedi and sith yeah even before vader even before further, all that further just, back further back don't even worry about why the jedi aren't around anymore this is when they were a thing yeah and so for me this is i did i did kind of a remix of the movies to kind of like eh, just streamline a little bit and focus on the elements that people liked and maybe uh, uh just sweep under the rug some of the stuff they didn't like there was no jar jar or grievous or even dooku really uh, but so you might want to go back and check out this episode and as always wait mine had jar jar Mine did birth of Jar Jar. Jar, Jar. Yeah, mine did not have Jar Jar. Um, uh, so you might want to go check that out. But as always with these what ifs, we are not sitting here going like, oh, this is how you make it good. This is how you make it better. It's like, it's just a what if 
What if things had played out differently? Mm-hmm. What if different things had been emphasized? Because again, as we always say, we're not getting paid the big Hollywood bucks to make these movies. We don't have to deal with studio pressure. Hell, our pitches aren't even full-on screenplays. They're outlines at best. Mine's uh, off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, so it's basically a fan fiction. Basically, mm-hmm. just light, light fan fiction. Light fan fiction. To goof around and chat with our friends. But... Sam, before yes. we dive into that. All right, guys, really quick. I need to remind you, because I think some of you may have forgot, but there's a very important holiday coming up. Not my birthday. Half birthday, though. But on top of that, even more important, Valentine's Day. V-Day. DJ, are you excited? I am always excited. I am excited, too, because I like giving gifts. And uh, I, we, have a, we have a pal here for you today. They're in the studio, and they're going to help you out. They're our friends over at... Pro Flowers. We've got the flowers here. Here they are. Ready to talk And to here you. they go. And thank you so much. But Pro Flowers, this is the fun part. Pro Flowers and Sherry's Berries have teamed up to help you really impress your Valentine this year with the perfectly paired collection. Go ahead and think inside the box this Valentine's Day. This really is a one-of-a-kind gift. Your flowers and dipped strawberries will arrive together in a beautiful, specially designed box that will keep your flowers fresh and your berries cold, guaranteed. And right now, our listeners can save 20% on any one of their perfectly paired combinations or any other gift over $29 with our promo code STUPID. Now, guys, if you take part in this deal, you're going to be getting a nice bouquet of flowers. Yeah. You can pick through them. They uh, they sent us some. It was very sweet. Yep. Uh, and I got a bouquet of roses. I gave it to my girlfriend. And I also came with some freshly dipped strawberries. Nice. Chocolate. They were delicious. Definitely stole one. And I was like, oh, no. I guess I, guess I forgot one. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's strawberries. Who doesn't love strawberries? Except for even people who are allergic to strawberries. <laughs> love strawberries. It was so good. Uh, this was a delightful gift. And it, 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 when, we, when we tell you that it comes in an awesome box, it does come in an awesome yeah, box. So if you really want to impress this Valentine's yeah. Day, you want, you're going to want to look at proflowers.com. Uh-huh. You pick a date, and it's going to be delivered on that date. Guaranteed customer satisfaction. It's always number one for these guys or your money back. There's only one way to get 20% off a perfectly paired gift over $29 featuring beautiful blooms from Pro Flowers and freshly dipped strawberries from Sherry's Berries. Visit proflowers.com today and enter our code STUPID at checkout. That's proflowers.com and the code STUPID. One more time for fun. That's proflowers.com, our code STUPID. Now back to the show. Thank you so much for that sponsor. It was very nice of you. But uh, at the top of every episode, yes, we always usually like to read a few iTunes reviews. Uh, yes. And if you guys, if you wouldn't mind hitting up iTunes right now, five give star us, review, yeah, give a little us those review. Five star reviews. That's what makes us feel real special. Now that's normally what we get to do. Yes. But again, we are uh, uh, under a tight squeeze here with time, so yeah. we want to talk about really quick what we're into this week. Yes. And I'd just like to plug an ongoing series that I'm reading that I think other people should check out as well. Yeah. Because I, I, I know on Reddit, you you guys made this really helpful list of comic recommendations, but now it's locked and I don't know how to make new comments on it. I don't know how to use Reddit very well. Reddit.com slash r slash only see what answers. Um, we love you over there. We love you. You guys are great over there. But I, I did want to make some more recommendations of some series that I think you guys could pick up with very little uh, understanding. You don't need to know too much about what's happening outside of or in within comics right now. You could just mm-hmm. pick it up and it's just so well written that I think you'd really enjoy it because of just the, the character drama and everything like that yeah. uh, it's called 52 
and I know nice. there's a there's a lot of references to other things, but uh, uh, simply sitting down at Wikipedia, if you have a question, just looking up what it is, that you can figure it out from there. But for the most part, you'll understand pretty much immediately what is happening with these characters. The premise of this comic is uh, back in 2006, um, they uh, four writers: Jeff Johns, Grant Morrison, Mark Wade, and Greg Rucka. So basically, the best in the biz. The best in the biz. They've written some of the most amazing comics out there. They came together to write a comic a week for one year, and these stories follow your B-listers, your C-listers, your D-listers. We're talking like Animal Man, Booster Gold, The Question. Animal, uh, Adam Strange, yep. Starfire. You guys are a fan of them. Uh, a lot yep. of the Titans, Steel. Yeah. Uh, it's a big one. Uh, trying to think of the other characters that we focus on. Oh, Elongated Man. He's got a very good story within the pages of that book. Uh, also, uh, William Magnus, who's the guy who made the Metal Men, and there's one story where he gets to go to an island where all the supervillains live together and they all make the craziest shit. It's really fun. Anyways, the premise is, let's follow them for a year in a world where Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman are not doing anything. They yeah. don't. Like, Wonder Woman's trying to rediscover herself because uh, she doesn't trust herself anymore. Superman lost his powers. Yes, it's so cool. And Batman, he cracked, finally. He, yeah. like, he made one too many st- mistakes leading from, like, from him losing Jason Todd yeah. to um, like the brother eye thing with Omax and basically he led to a lot of people dying on earth and he finally cracked he couldn't handle it anymore and so he needed to rediscover who he was so these are going to follow the stories of a bunch of different heroes over a couple weeks so when you're reading this story you're going to be getting uh, uh, like a healthy dose of DC goodness from yeah. like uh, every corner there's some characters that are stuck out in space who shouldn't be out there Animal Man yeah. he shouldn't be out there like nope. he's not going to live very long um, Booster Gold he is the hero from the future that no one knows about um he came back in time and he gets sponsorships to go save people. He's a piece of shit. Yep. Um, and elongated man, he lost his wife and it's um, uh, someone defaced her grave with a, oh, no. with a resurrection symbol for Superman. Oh, and yeah. so it's him exploring what this is, what this obsession is uh, with resurrection. And if there's any truth to it and him kind of going on this mission of uh, possibly trying to get his wife back. Yeah, from from death. It's very um, his story is the best. He has this great confrontation with Booster Gold, and he's like, um, he's talking to him because uh, Booster knows in five minutes he should be somewhere to stop a plane from crashing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, uh, Ralph is like, oh yeah, I forgot, Booster, you're from the future. So really quick, uh, I just wanted to know. And he grabs Booster by like the throat and slams him against the wall. And he's mm-hmm. like, why the fuck did you not tell me my wife was gonna die? And he's like, I'm sorry, Ralph, but she's inconsequential. Like, yeah. It was just like, oh fuck you. And Skeets, he's like this. Hell Helper robot from the future for Booster who kind of keeps track of all the future events that are supposed to happen. Yeah. He's like, actually, she was a really big part of like changing the landscape of superheroes in this era. And Booster's just an asshole who yeah. didn't tell him. Like, it was just like, honestly, he forgot to tell her and yeah. he lost his wife. So it's just like, ah. Uh, Booster can go fuck himself. It's like, uh, it's a very good story. So if you want a healthy dose of DC uh, comic book weirdness, and amazing storytelling. It's got some of the craziest fucking moments of any comic I've ever read. I don't even want to say any of them because it's it's like they're I think they are collected in four books. Yeah. Because it's there's 52 issues. It's so so good. Um. So I highly recommend you check that out, DJ. Yeah. If you want to check out other comics yeah. that you can just jump into, uh, I think soon the Motor Girl should be collected. It was only 10 issues. Um. It's it's written and drawn by Terry Moore, and it is. 
it's just, it's it's just amazing. It's just amazing. It's just a really beautiful story. Also, if you want to check out any of Darwin Cook's Parker series, I highly recommend that. You can start with Hunter. My favorite so far is The Outfit, which is the sequel to The Hunter. And uh, Richard Stark was a pulp novelist, uh, I think in like the 60s, 70s. And um, Darwin Cook is just adapting those stories with his incredible art, art style. And it's just, it, they're great. And so those aren't any superhero books, but they are some fun. Um, um, Motor Girl's more like... It is kind of a sci-fi, but it's like more of an emotional drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and then the Parker series is a crime crime series, and those you can, you don't have to worry about any continuity. You can just drive right in and start reading them. Also, you could just pick up Darwin. Speaking of Darwin Cook, just pick up New Frontier. Oh, we've talked oh, about my it. Goodness. It's uh, he's an artist and a writer, and he f- he nails everything that makes each character so good. Yeah, it's uh, my it's probably my favorite Justice League story. It is. Oh, it's so good. So the the premise is when these characters were written in our world yeah. that's actually when they premiered in their world so you get to see these characters through the vietnam war or the yep. korean war or the like dealing with civil rights issues that yeah dealing is, with the space race the space race oh my god the my favorite story from that is john henry yeah. not steel yeah but this it's a char- an original character created called john henry and he it's it's done in the cadence of the folklore of John yeah. Henry fighting the machine and the machine in this is yep. the KKK yeah. and it's uh, in Tennessee during the 60s and uh, the 50s and 60s and uh, it's it's heartbreaking it's it's heartbreaking but that is also he does what, how would you describe his art style like uh, like a, it's very he has a very animated type it, it's a very very cartoonist type art style but he like Jetsons kind of like 50s era yeah he did a um uh, he actually is responsible for the opening intro for Batman Beyond uh, really? he, he he had a career in animation before he jumped over to comics. That's very cool. Yeah, so it's just he's got a very classical style, um, and he's he's probably one of the greatest. Uh, he's unfortunately passed, um, but that last two years ago, I think. Yeah, yeah, and but he's one of the he's one of the best creators in comics. He's just one of those all time greats. And so any pretty much anything written and drawn by him, just go buy, just just go get it, mm-hmm. uh, and you'll and you'll uh, do yourself a favor. But specifically, New Frontier and the Parker series. He also did one of the Before Watchmen books, and that's one of the easily one of the best ones which one did he do yeah Miniman. oh very cool and, yeah, and so it's like a dark inversion of new frontier mm. like, actually new frontier reminds me a lot of uh, watchmen but it's like the optimistic flip side it's like watchmen is like hey what if superheroes were like shitty people and uh new frontier is like yeah what if they were the best of people you know oh, what yeah I mean? like and there's still shitty things that you happen, happen or they do or, or people treat them like wonder woman like is dealt with like how people talked and dealt with women yeah. in during that time period and it's like it's you see how it crushes her but yeah. also how she overcomes too it's a very it's oh also one of the best uses of the of like a visual with the in, invisible jet is when oh yeah, just you should tell her, him what happens in that like uh, she's no no read it go read yeah. it just go read it, it. it's uh, a small but, moment but yeah. just go read it oh Martian Manhunter everything with Martian Manhunter in that book yeah is amazing it's the, the premise is like if an alien dropped down to earth what would be the fastest way they'd try to learn something if they were just like a normal being yeah they'd watch TV yeah. <laughs> like and his entire personality is just built around what a TV character would be like it's amazing yeah. it's so good anyways that's what you're into. That's yes. what we're into because uh, I think those are pretty much like staples. Those are some of our favorite things, period. And yeah. I think you guys would very much enjoy them. But people also enjoy Star Wars, DJ. Yes. Uh-huh. But before we get into that, should we say hi to some other friends of the show really quick? Let's talk for a second about Beachbody On Demand. It's Please. an online fitness streaming service that gives you unlimited access to a wide variety of highly effective world-class workouts personalized to meet your needs. Beachbody On Demand also includes extensive nutritional 
educational content, all proven to help people achieve their health and fitness goals. It's not just about working out, it's about how you eat too, so that's really important. Beachbody On Demand is the total package to help you become the total package this year. Ayo. Some of their uh, familiar brands are PO, P90X, Insanity, 21 Day Fix, T25, and 3 Week Yoga Retreat. I like to do the Shift Shop. Mm-hmm. Um, Shift Shop. I, I got, I'm, I'm working on there to get my arms a little bit bigger. They are bigger. Uh, you burst through three shirts during this recording. It was uh, you were reaching right for now. a glass and just, pop, just right popped through out. It. Right. Yeah. Well, I've been doing the three day. I did. There's a three day yoga retreat as well because uh, I was a little scared. But uh, <laughs> fair. And and while the first day was a little rough, just because it's been a minute since I've worked out, I felt just so refreshed after i forgot yeah. how much i love doing yoga so and also guys if you want to we can make like a little group together if, you're, if you guys are feeling like doing yoga you can hit us up on on like social media and we can like do this together every day because it's so convenient because you can also like you can get this on any device you can get this yeah. on your phone your tablet your computer your tv if you got a smart tv i'm able to put it uh load it up on my computer and then throw it to my tv that way you know when you have to turn around a lot when you're doing yoga and yep. look at different directions i'm like oh i got my computer here i got my tv right here I you're just ready to go i'm just ready to go yeah and it's also helps you avoid the intimidation the gyms are gyms are intimidating mm. uh and so it helps you do this from the comfort of your own home and lets you move at your own pace yeah yeah and there's different like it doesn't matter at difficulty level they have like if you want to go for it yeah if you, and if you've been working out a lot and you're like i want a new challenge they've got that but if you haven't been working out like me for a long time yep. they have the perfect workouts for you it's you're and gonna feel good and there's always a modifier in the group and sometimes you got to modify the modifier you right? do exactly yeah. if you want to if you're just getting started uh-huh. we've all been there we've all been there and also so they've got uh, nutritional help as well because Beachbody On Demand even provides comprehensive nutritional plans to help you meet your goals because working out is just part of the equation. Yep. It's very important. You just need to give this service a try ASAP. Will you do that for us? Will you take a second? Please. Just pull up really quick because this, this is awesome. You can actually sign up for this from your phone. Right now, our listeners can get a free trial membership when they text STUPID to 303030. That's 303030. You will get full access to this entire platform for for free, all the workouts and nutritional information free, just text STUPID, that's S-T-U-P-I-D, to 303030 or 303030. Right on. And now back to the show. Thank you so much. We love the support of the show. It's how we keep the, the lights on. Yeah. So if you missed our last episode, what are you doing? Go back and listen to it where we talked about the prequels. The whole thing that actually started this conversation and we talked about a little bit back then was the mixed response that The Last Jedi got. Everybody yeah. knows that it, at best the prequels got a mixed response. But there's been at best. Very well put. At best. It was a mixed response. Uh, but there's been a little bit of backlash for The Last Jedi. Um, and a lot of so many think pieces on how one of the most profitable movies of all time is actually pretty good it's like it made a lot of money mm-hmm. i don't need you don't think you need to defend it that hard but anyway yeah. uh and i enjoyed that movie by yes, the way I, it's my favorite star wars movie i've ever seen in theaters and so. i really enjoyed parts of it yeah um mainly porgs the casino scene you really <laughs> i love the casino whatever, scene. you wanted more of those horse dogs what are the fucking things? The horse dogs. So, uh, so that's what kind of started this whole what if train. And so now we're finally going to uh, dive into it. Um, yes. Yes. And. That actually leads me to a good point. Mm-hmm. I think my issue with uh, the new movies is that the creators behind the new movies are the worst at yes and. They are, they are no good at it. 
Like uh, uh, JJ's and, like, okay, we're building these big mysteries, big mysteries. It's like, what is this? Is everything is magical? And Ryan Johnson's like, like, yeah, no, or actually, no, <laughs> yeah. So, so yes, and is a thing in improv where when somebody gives you something, instead of shutting them down, you build off of it. They, yeah, it's they, literally they, called giving a gift. It's yeah. called like when I, you start a scene out, it's like, oh, hey man, uh, how's your mom doing? And like, the, oh, now she's this, doing okay, but yeah. you know what I mean, like. But what Star Wars does is, hey man, how's your mom doing? Oh, I don't have a mom. Yeah. yeah. So, so. Uh, uh, oh, actually, fuck you too. It's actually one of my favorite jokes in the office with his. his oh, oh, I have a gun. Oh my god! It was like uh, he's like, worse. you know, what's the best? What's the best scene? You can never top it. Having a gun. Got, having yeah. a gun. So, but but it's like, hey, at Return of the Jedi. The Jedi are back. The Empire's defeated. Cut to J.J. Abrams. Well, no, actually, the Empire is almost just as strong, maybe even more powerful than it was before, and the Jedi aren't around. Uh, but we have Snoke, and what's that mystery about? And Ray's parentage, what's that mystery about? And then cut to Ryan Johnson. Well, no, actually, Ray's parentage don't doesn't matter, and Snoke doesn't matter. And it's like, come on, guys! Like, <laughs> and that's actually what I enjoyed a lot about it. But from a from a character from a story standpoint, you lifting people up and then just gut punching them, yeah. saying middle finger to you because actually what you care about doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, I found that really interesting also because sometimes Star Wars fans need you to listen to this with a grain of salt. Sometimes you guys can be a little much. Uh, that's true of fans of most oh, things. Oh, no, very true. But, I, and, but just because we're talking Star Wars stuff, yeah. you guys can be a, a little mean sometimes. What? And uh, you get a little too wrapped up into it. So a director saying, hey, calm down. Let's see if we can try to make something new. Yeah. Does it work for everyone? No. Well, listen, if you like new stuff, hopefully you like my pitch. But before we get into that... Let I me wa- say I love you, everybody. And also, I'm just being honest with you. DC fanboys also marched, air quotes, on, on Warner so Brothers. Listen... You guys if, are fucking moron. I'm sorry. You guys if, are all so stupid. Even if there is a Zack Snyder cut, I'm telling you, you don't want to see it. I know. I'm not supposed <laughs> to say inflammatory things because it gets us in trouble. But God damn it, you guys are so stupid. You guys... It's okay. The Sam. director left in the middle. It's he okay. Left for such unfortunate reasons yeah. but the movie wasn't done yet so they had to start filming the movie again there is no cut because the yeah. story changed midway through yep but would t- take a little breather from that we got some tweets that i forgot to read last episode so i'm going to read them now all right uh josh davis at tweetless davis this is for the prequels uh what uh was really hoping um uh jango fett would be a cool recording thorn in the jedi side especially after fighting uh off freaking kenobi maybe do a cool oh i'm an anti-hero and i'll help the good guys at the end uh of the prequels kind of thing uh fight a cool side side villain the climax alas gary at star wars story at gary the third uh what if the prequels were good too easy what if uh I would have loved if Leia or Akbar had a moment that Hal- had the moment that Haldo had. By the way, if there's spoil, there will be spoilers for Last Jedi and Force <laughs> Awakens, and maybe future movies. If we, if we, if, I don't know. We're it's, not probably yeah, gonna guess. Yeah, because we're creating an alternate reality here. Would have been a badass end for one of those legacy characters. It, also, if Justin Thoreau was actually the codebreaker, he's so good in the leftovers. He, I. This confused me as well. He actually was the code breaker they were looking for. Yeah. They just picked up a random dude. A random dude who's also I, very smart, but a random lucky dude. Lucky for them, except he did betray them, so fuck that. Again, yeah. spoilers. I feel like that story, that specific story has definitely happened in multiple movies, though. Like, you go after one dude and you get the other dude instead. Well, I, I, I think that was actually... A, kind of uh, messing with audience expectations because what I thought and what I've seen in a bunch of movies where it's like oh we think this is the guy but then the guy that we think isn't the guy actually is the guy Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying it's the person you least expect is actually the one you want and I thought they were playing that like no he was the guy they always wanted 
None of that matters. Anyway, uh, Vanny at Vanny J, what if Leia, not Han, was killed in Force Awakens? How would that change the tone of the rest of this trilogy? Would it have changed the plot a lot or not so much? P.S. I don't necessarily think it would be a better change. It's just interesting to think about. I think it would make it weirdly. I think that make Kylo even less forgivable if yeah. he killed his mom. <laughs> yeah, he also couldn't. It it's hard in stories like it, I guess the easier story that we've seen more often is that the son has a more complicated relationship with the mother. With the father, it's usually I just hate you and yeah. like I'm okay if you're not in my life anymore, which also is fucked up. Like yeah. parents should be parents, like equal to. I know some people have favorites or whatever, but. Yeah, that that would be a little harder for audiences to really connect with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Good idea. Thank you for the suggestion, though. Uh, Kevin Calkins at KCalkins82. What if the Empire didn't fully lose the Galactic War by losing the second Death Star? They're still around, fully controlling their own area of space, so they are now a Cold War with the Republic. I feel like that's kind of what we got. No, by the end, the First Order is like the empire again yeah like 100 percent. if the republic if by last jedi all of the resistance is on this one ship That's so stupid. the first That's order so stupid. is the first order why is the empire so again why, why is the why is the resistance so incompetent mm-hmm. anyway neither here nor there why is this happening people said they enjoyed my little freak out about uh, dc you guys can let me know how you thought about it online. But anyways, let's talk about it. Let's talk like, about let's, it. Okay, picking up from where we last left off, everyone's a little happier. <laughs> Just no. like, let's have it a little happier. Let's have, um, I like, here, we can even like uh, reverse some of your ideas for the prequel thing mm-hmm. and have it being, uh, like, or even apply some of it now. Like, it, that lot of that storytelling could be used now. Like, you have this rebuilt kind of empire or actually applying some of the Civil War stuff. Like, yeah. because, like... We never think about this as in, like, galaxies. These are just cities that are really far away from each other. Think of it this way. Like, if you had an entire galaxy that you somehow ruled impossible one, like, how in the world would you possibly do that? Um, But if if part of it ended at some point... bad idea for a government to go up to one person and killing that one person is going to end everything yeah it no we, the you empire would, infrastructure yeah, yeah. It, it would still exist in a very big way and it wouldn't rebrand to the maybe it rebranded the first order but if the these this resistance was actually as popular as we think it is it's supposed to be if the rest of the entire galaxy didn't convert over to these like good guys you know like yeah. the good guys in our mind do they even want them yeah like, okay, sorry, that's just a question now. Yeah, just they, like, if you guys didn't, if the, literally the galaxy did not fix itself back into, like, what, the, what these resistance fighters are fighting for, you guys might not be the heroes that you think you are. Like, the Siths are bad guys because they're shown as bad guys. But, well, they're like, blowing up planets. So. Yeah, like, they're not good, but it's yeah. like, it, also, everybody else isn't like, why didn't other people rally behind you? Like, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, in, in Last Jedi? Yeah, oh, no, in, in Force Awakens. And, like, from the, then to then, like, yeah. why isn't there, like, a bigger push? That's why, that's one of my big problems with these movies. Because they're, they're, they're just trying to recreate the old movies where they're the underdogs and whatever. And so it, it kind of bludgeons you over the head of what we've already seen. Seen, you yeah. know what I mean? And so it's like, I here, you know what, when I was thinking about this, and I, and I have notes for this like I did for the prequels because that's how I roll. Mm-hmm. But something that really inspired me is I really, really liked the way Korra, Legend of Korra, handled being a sequel to Avatar The Last Airbender. Because it really did take, it didn't undo anything that the main heroes did. Mm -hmm. It built on that 
because there would be if you're creating a new government you're creating there would be new problems and there's new problems granted it had the benefit of literally its story structure required the last main guy to be dead yeah before the new main person mm-hmm. and so that i think that helped it a lot but it's fa- it's literally facing problems that the old generation can't face not that they're it's just different things evolve things change and i God, it, that show's so good it's so good yeah. and it's and it's and it, it really overcomes a lot of the problems of of the sequels have and mm-hmm. so finding new challenges for this new character and I think if you looked at something like that, instead of like, we need the Empire back and we need the uh, good guys to be underdogs, look at how that show built on its past story. It's not like Core yeah, doesn't did. open. Core doesn't open with the fire, the, the fire empires back and, and stronger than ever. And now, you know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's different. In fact, not only that, it came up with four different challenges. It came up with a new challenge each season. Mm-hmm. It was really interesting because some people liked the, they explored that some people liked the control that some other nations were able to give. Some yep. people vied for power. Uh, like you got that in the final season. Yeah. But also it was like, what did the fire nation take away from the world when they took away, Air, like the airbenders yep. like they season three the best th- season of that show and and maybe my favorite season of all if you even include avatar yeah no it was really really good but no i mean like even exploring the spirit world like that yeah. like the back half of season two is really good it's yep. um season three is the most consistently like really really yeah. solid season um but i mean like it, it just introduced us to new things in this world instead of treading the same uh, track? What do you say? Yeah, track, I, say? I, I also, same story. Sorry, I really admire story, that yeah. show because they they do something that I really love in genre fiction because they take they set up the rules and then they go into all the nitty gritty detail. They don't change the rules; they just figure out all the detail. Like what you're talking about with like if you take a government down, it's going to be more complicated. They dive into that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so it, it, I think it would have been cool if... if I, one of my issues with Star Wars is it always feels kind of surface level. Wait, okay. It doesn't get into like the nitty gritty of like how uh, things work like, yeah. in, this, in this universe. Uh, for me, the, the most nitty gritty they got was undermining Poe. I liked that because yes. it was like, you don't get to be the hotshot in wars. There's no hotshots. You shouldn't... Actually, being a hotshot means you're going to just... You're okay with your own friends dying. Yeah. And your own comrades. Like... Go fuck yourself. And that's yeah. what this story was. And I really appreciated that in this. Um, but also, I was trying to remember, in Korra, they basically took the Fire Nation and like gave some stuff back to people and then turned the rest of it into that republic right like the new no, yeah they, they chose a they chose a piece of land that was just everybody everybody who exists in that same spot gotcha okay, yeah. okay. and they mainly gave everything back like to the fire nation still has its spot but some of the dominion it, it conquered because it had spread out so yeah, far like mo- they gave it back the... to who who uh who it belonged to and then that's that drove Oh, the only one that hadn't reunited was the Earth Kingdom, which is what drove the fourth season. Yeah. Where she was trying to reunite the whole Earth Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. The metal, the metal benders, whole city. I think all those shows exist on Amazon Prime. So if you have it and you haven't seen it, highly recommend it. It's so, and it's, it's one of those perfect, like little kids can watch and enjoy it. Adults can watch and enjoy it. It gets dark in Cora, but it's very good. Also, they dealt with that Aang's not, also, if you want to deal with parents being shitheads sometimes, Aang's not a good parent. Like Aang, like they struggles. Yeah. yeah, He struggles with stuff that his son, that Tenzin has to deal with. Yeah. Tenzin has to live up to being, he was the last airbender that led to last Jedi, uh, the last person of his, like people yeah. to have to try to reintroduce everything that it meant to be an airbender. Like yep. that's insane. And that's so much pressure. And like thinking of Aang having to try to do that while being a parent, yeah. like that's impossible. Like you, you couldn't have been that good of a, yep. just like think of like spreading work. Yeah. yeah. You're a person. And it's not like, it's not like the, the implications that he was awful or a bad person. It's just, 
parents are people and they make mistakes and the kids have to live with those mistakes you know what i mean and in this instead luke's just an asshole (laughs) all of them kind of come across a little bit and also in in their defense it's two movies as opposed to that was a whole series oh yeah yeah they got to like flesh it out Mm -hmm. i'm just saying when i when i went to my notes i use that as kind of like a how how do they handle it Mm mm-hmm should I dive in or oh, do you no, have you a... Got, you got it. Go ahead. Okay. You, you also, I just kind of build off you sometimes <laughs> and you give me ideas as we go along. Go ahead. So so for Force Awakens, remember that opening scene where they kill... Uh, um, um, oh, fuck. I can't believe I'm blanking on his name. I love him as an actor. Uh, he was in Game of Thrones uh, as the as the Three-Eyed Raven. Max von Sydow. Max von Sydow. Great. Oh, tremendous, yeah. Tremendous totally actor. forgot that Remember, scene, and yeah. we don't know who... We, they kill him. I don't, no, I don't even happening. know... Yeah, I don't really know what's happening there. Instead of post talking to that, Max von Sydow there... Have that scene exist, but it's at Luke's school. The First Order is attacking Luke's school. We see young Jedi running and fleeing. Luke is the Max von Sydow character telling Poe, like, hey, you need to go tell General Organa mm. such and such is going down. And Luke lets himself be captured, right? So that's that's our new opening. Luke is captured. Instead of instead of in, in New Hope where we had to go save Leia, now we're having to save Luke. Uh, Troopers chase uh, Poe to Jakku. In this version, instead of just being another desert world, we really emphasize some of the concept art, made it look like a trash planet, like yeah. it's just a junk world. Let's do that. That's yeah. new. That's cool. I'm into it. And also way sadder. Yeah, way, <laughs> way sadder. sadder. He crashes. Uh, he runs into uh, Ray looking for a way off. We learn at this point that the whole galaxy, with with the end of Return of the Jedi and the new Jedi school, the the whole galaxy is obsessed with the force there's a new the force awakens everybody's obsessed with the idea of being a jedi obsessed with the force like it's just a cultural movement within the galaxy except very 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 few people are accepted the jedi academy which uh and and now it doesn't exist um oops yeah and ray's no different um uh poe and ray are captured by phasma Phasma needs to be way more important in the movies I'm pitching. All every she's, all of it. She, she looks so cool. She looks so cool. Basically, she's the Azula to uh, Kylo Ren Zuko. I love these analogies. Keep going. <laughs> uh, this is when Finn. This is when we meet Finn, and he flips sides, and he helps them escape. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they escape in the Falcon. Probably some that that scene plays out great mm-hmm. when the like the ships explode. They see the Falcon. Let's get the trash heap. Yeah, yeah. So that's when they run in the Han like the original. But instead of those weird CG uh, tentacle monsters, hentai. Yeah, I want him to be transporting Rancor, the the big the big monster from Return of the Jedi that Luke fights because those are fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And this. We, we all fanboy out a little bit. That'd be the one that'd be like, oh, hell yeah. If there's a bunch of Rancor on that ship, oh, shit. You know, okay, I do like that idea because it does. you get the fanboys, but also it, like you could upgrade the way it looks and make it look a little cooler because those tentacle whatever the fuck was happening. It, it's impossible to watch what is that creature's doing. I think it'd be more fun. The scarier thing for me uh-huh. is small things that, like Tribbles. Like oh, in yeah. Star Trek, they can like replicate really fast. And yeah. You're like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no, this is terrifying. So it's like if you mix Tribbles with piranhas. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god i would love that because it's that'd like, be cool because you can still get the jokes you need of like the people dying and we always yeah. just like haha they're bad guys it's fun to laugh at this <laughs> which we all do yeah. but again those are people dying yeah. and this it's just like oh my god oh my god this is so scary or go a little bit more fun i want like droid human like droid animal hybrid so it's like this thing is like armed with like cannons or something or it can convert you into like a like a bio what do they call those biomechanical like viruses or something yeah, like yeah, bioorganic yeah. viruses uh, that means the same thing uh bioorganic uh, orga- bio- mecho organic yeah i'm trying to think of what marvel uses biomechanical biomechanical like yeah yeah 
like a virus so that those people get turned into little droids too. I want something like that. Sorry, I'm just like saying. That's cool. And see, that's the thing. That's, the, that's with. the stuff with like, that's what Star Wars should do with people. You should think of the endless possibilities you could do. So we go, we end up going, why did they go to Mouse Kanata's world in Force Awakens? They wanted info. They wanted info from her. About what? Don't know. I think, so uh, Han's finishing his mission or whatever. So they go to Mouse Kanata's world. I combine it with Canto Bite to make both of them a little bit more interesting because mm-hmm. you know, I so like if the she's like what if she's like a gangster that she kind of has like she runs the hell yeah, yeah. man just they're, they're both riffs on the cantina yeah. let's combine them mm-hmm. and, and I like that Candlebite is different because it's the rich class so maybe we combine that with Maz's thing whatever we just merge them also uh, Vegas has every class of person so you could have oh instead yeah. of basically making it space Vegas yeah. hell yeah man. it's space Vegas instead of like space um, Amalfi Coast you know like that really nice place it was the end of Justice League where that, yeah. that, that where they're docked in yeah. that nice town no make it like there's shitty parts of this too yeah, uh, yeah keep going uh, the, we keep the, most of this the same First Order shows up there's the big battle that's an actual movie this big space battle and all that stuff and the gang hooks up with the resistance this is where we find out they meet General Organa the General Organa post supposed to report to and it's not Leia it's Leia's daughter oh shit Kylo has a half sister Leia remarried Ooh! Think of your fun stunt casting on and who the other husband is, and I get—I'd actually get Akbar. Well, I thought I think <laughs> I think it should be somebody we haven't met. I liked that um, um, uh, Toff's kids in Korra. The dad wasn't anybody. Like it just—it just was some guy. Oh, it wasn't yeah. like it wasn't like a reveal. Although it would be interesting is it, uh, if it was uh, Lando. And that'd be pretty great. Except that I would like. If it's not Lando, I would like it to be her actual daughter, Carrie Fisher, Fisher's actual daughter, mm. who's in those movies, and she's a good actress. She was in this season of American Horror Story, mm. so just have it be her. But it's, she's Kylo's half sister, uh, and what we find out is that they're preparing their big attack on the First Order. The First Order has been a pain in the ass since the end of the Empire, um, and so they kind of want to end it. And what we find out is that we're going to call them resistant. We're gonna, I'm going to use the terms the movies used, but it, in my version, the republic, the government functions. Uh-huh. <laughs> They've built their own Death Star, and these I think are good guys. Or the the good guys have built their own Death Star mm. because because it worked. Mm-hmm. It worked, and so now we're dealing with the complications of run- you can start something with the best of intentions, but running a government is complicated, mm-hmm. and so you can start slipping and sliding into some negative directions. And you so I see what? a version of the Death Star instead of that grimy industrial version, mm-hmm. it's like an iPod version of the Death Star. It's like sleek and white, and it's the quote unquote good guy version. Yeah. You could do that, or because the resistance shouldn't have that much money and resources. <laughs> what if they took... Well, again, they're the functioning government. <laughs> well, oh, oh, sorry, you're saying yeah. they're the functioning... I thought it would be very fun to see a Frankenstein uh, Death Star that they've kind of nice. like... Because when that thing blows up, if you're saying you blew up all of the content... If I blew up the moon, yeah. and the, all of the moon disappeared, like that doesn't make any sense. Well, there remember, they rebuilt, the, they rebuilt the Death Star between... For uh, New Hope and Return of the but Jedi, with pieces of it because like I want it to look like you want I, it to look like a Franken Moon. Yeah, yeah, I want it to look like oh no, oh yeah, no, oh wait a no. second. So da da da, they've built their own uh, Death Star. Prime Minister Organa, who is Leia. Uh, is trying to stop the use of it because of course she is it blew up her fucking planet what the fuck are these fuckers thinking mm-hmm. like Someone it's, also it's like re- Nick, Nick Fury with the council in Avengers where the yeah. council's like we're gonna do this and Nick Fury's like you sons of bitches <laughs> uh, really quick Kate Houlihan in the comments said oh shit DJ coming in with the drama could you imagine the super fans reaction to Leia ever moving on from Han could you imagine could you imagine I mean didn't she, didn't she move on from 
Akbar. Huh? No, with somebody else though. Yeah, uh, yeah, of course she would. I kind of like. She's my, an adult. <laughs> I, I, I kind of like. Now that I've said it, I kind of like. I feel like it's too fan service. But like the idea that she ends up with Lando mm-hmm. is kind of gold. Like just because you'd get a lot of fun mileage with yeah. uh, Billy D. Williams and uh, Harrison Ford. I'm going with Akbar. <laughs> You're she sticking got, with Akbar because she jumps into like the daughter jumps into the water. It was like, oh, she can <laughs> breathe underwater. What the fuck? What the fuck is happening? <laughs> Uh, so oh, oh my goodness oh my goodness my phone's fucking up oh no uh, da, da, da. so she's able to uh, do a last minute like uh, raid the like hey okay guys Poe you're gonna lead a strike to try and save Luke before we blow up the planet because this is this is all an attempt to just really wipe out like finally put a nail in the coffin of the Empire so they're gonna blow up the First Order's planet da 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 oh my goodness I jumped way ahead I'm all the way in Last Jedi now. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right. So, anyway. So, um, they go to the planet. Uh, Finn, Ray, and Poe. Well, no. Poe's probably doing a big fucking aerial dogfight shit. Doing loop-de-loops. Yeah. Uh, uh, they find Luke in, in the classic, like, saving Leia from the Death Star. And Luke's like, no. I don't want to be saved. Mm-hmm. I We probably have scenes where he's talking to Kylo. Mm-hmm. Where he's trying. To, he's using this as an opportunity to try and reach out to Kylo. And he's like, no. I need you guys to go find my students. I've done my bit. Mm. I've taught them. Go find them. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's my. I did my bit. Mm. I'm. I'm done. Uh, we fi- have Kylo have a fight with Luke. That's a more traditional. It's. It was dope. It was. I. It was fucking rad in Last Jedi where it was he's projecting himself into the whatever. It's pretty cool. But this is a more traditional fight where he has this classic green lightsaber, mm-hmm. and and as he's fighting, it's a riff on how Obi Wan dies. He gives Kylo his green lightsaber, mm-hmm. and it, it says something along the lines of like. I'd want it to be a little bit more snarky, but like I'll be more powerful. Struck down, Kylo strikes him down, and but he keeps the green lightsaber. Mm. Important. Da da da. Da da da. Da da da. So we get the final battle with Kylo. That that fight in the woods with with uh, Kylo versus Finn and Ray. That whole thing plays out. Poe and Phasma are in an aerial dog fight because again, Phasma fucking matters in these, the version of these movies. Uh, meanwhile, the resistance, uh, a resistance general, is one of the generals had loved ones that were killed by the Empire. Fucking hates the Empire. Like. Hates them. That that is the core of his being, and so he takes him with some with some rabble rousers take over the command deck of the of the good guy Death Star, mm-hmm. and it's going to fire the planet. Like I don't care what the plan is, I'm blowing this planet up because fuck the Empire. Yeah, I like- which is understandable because we've seen the prequel, we've seen the movies before this, so we're like, ah, he's wrong, but I get it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so Leia's trying to stop that. We have uh, Han and Chewie. There's they. <laughs> The one difficulty is the uh, resistance was better at building the Death Star, so there's no like port to hit. So like, how are we going to stop it? So Han looks at Chewie. They have a moment. They're like, "This is it," and they hollow the the center out of that fucking Death Star. Oh, they so they get warp. cut in half. Yeah. So we so we we lose Han, we lose Chewie, and we lose the Millennium Falcon all in this moment. Mm-hmm. Boom! He saves. He he helps the our our new main characters escape. He guts the fucking new Death Star with the Falcon. It's a big badass moment. I love Haldo, but let's give it like like the one tweet said. Let's give it to one of our main. I feel like that's the best way for Han to go out. The day is saved with some losses. Uh, Many losses. A, yeah, lot a lot. Losses. We lost Luke. We lost Han. We lost a bunch of characters. Uh-huh. Uh, that general, the, the the rebel, the guy that was going to launch it, he's arrested. Um, the first order escapes, but the resistance is victorious without 
sinking to the Empire's level. They didn't blow up a planet. They, yeah. the, the, this new government, I, you should leave with the feeling there's hope for this new government because they didn't sink to the Empire's level. Um, Kylo is left with Luke's green lightsaber like, hmm, he's thinking about it. Not only Not only does he have Vader's dust helmet, mm-hmm. he has Luke's lightsaber. Hmm, a, a token of goodness there. Interesting. Uh, with the First Order reeling, which, by the way, the main villain on the First Order, fuck Hux. Fuck him. He's useless and incompetent, and his incompetence mm. makes the Resistance look even more incompetent that they can't fucking stop this fucking incompetent bastard. I say go Grand Admiral Thrawn. Mm. From the books, make the fans happy. Have him be the in charge of the first order. Don Don Donald Gleason needs to play him though. No, yes, he has to. Uh, and at, in that moment, now that they've had a devastating loss, Kylo introduces them to who trained him. This is where we introduce Snoke, mm. and Snoke is like, "Oh, I'm going to help the first order out. I'm going to you guys. I uh, the Sith are going to come." And so we introduce Snoke with the Knights of Ren. So there's like five like badass looking Sith motherfuckers. And those are the people in the rain in that one vision. I guess so who the they're fuck not knows? the red ones that they killed. No, right? yeah. those guys stay here. But like I want to, I want like like let let your art team just go ape shit designing these scary ass looking Knights of Ren with Snoke. And he's like, now is the time of the Sith. Like mm. we're back, baby. Mm-hmm. Roll credits. That's what he says. We're and, back. Oh, and then it plays the "We're Back" theme song from "We're Back: A Dinosaur Story." Yep. I I love it. I love that. It's great. Uh, I would make one suggestion. Go for it. So fans aren't like totally depressed. Yes. Chewie, like Han's, like don't worry, uh, Chewie, don't you're my Chewie best friend. Go. That's fair. And, and That's Chewie, fair. Chewie gets ejected from the ship in like a in, <laughs> in a plastic cartoon. Seat. Yeah, yeah, and immediately like bounces into another ship he's like who thank god i made it <laughs> um, I, I i get that I, yeah. I get that and also he's he's the one who's gonna sell toys all right like han he could the, be anybody but can we have chewy have like white streaks in his hair maybe have like make a him cool, older yeah, yeah. like Give how, how does he look still so young man we saw him in revenge of the sith yeah he's old as fuck he's very old uh oh this timeline shit is so confusing i thought his stuff got cut from revenge of the sith is he still in there he's still in there yeah, he's real old. Yeah, he hung out with Yoda. Yeah, he's real old. He and Yoda are BFFs, man. That's weird. Yeah, have him. What if his, all his hair is white? You can make you can make old Chewie look dope. Ew, give him mange, make him start to lose his hair a little bit, huh? Maybe like, maybe maybe let him go. Yeah. <laughs> maybe let him. Yeah. Maybe he <laughs> ejects Han. We, we make a big point of making Chewie look so old and gross and sad that you're happy when he gets blown up. Or would it mean more if Chewie like to show that Chewie had dominance in this relationship, even like a little bit? Yeah. Like he saves Han. That he's like, I'm going to like. Uh, would that mean more? Well, or, I thought about I thought about you keeping Han around for another one. But I do you, like the idea of, people, a, of a of a Millennium Falcon going through a Death Star, like a new one, right That's through amazing. the porch. It's so cool. Boom. Yeah. But and I thought because I would want to get rid of Luke here because it makes sense. And it's like, do we get rid of Luke and Han in the same movie? But it's like I know Harrison Ford does not want to stick around. Yeah, he's the one who needs to go probably first. Yeah. <laughs> so so I I didn't know if that was a little too dark, but it just made sense for the story we're telling. Um, so then we go to Last Jedi. Uh, really quick yes. Nate Hulahan says Chewie uses night cream so he's good he's, he's, good. Oh, he's good to go oh, oh he probably dies he probably has gray but he's just dying he's just yeah, dying he's there just that's, dying. What's that's what's happening that's a good point he can't handle like C-3PO never ages remember he had the red arm and then yeah. the last Jedi yeah he's fine he even fixed it oh, what the fuck was that I, like that That for some reason I think that may have been my biggest like wait but wait yeah, and I like the yeah. red arm before because so things things which have changed in 30 years like yeah that, and he got blown apart a lot. A lot. Remember when his head just got removed? Yeah. I know he's a robot, but like his head got removed and yes. they put it back on? 
You know who they don't know what to do with in those movies? R2. R2-D2. <laughs> what is it? BB-8's it? more fun. He's BB-8's great. He's the young one. BB-8's a... They, they did, he did a little too much in Last Jedi. When he's controlling that one walker thing, it's like, I hold on a second. That. Hey, if he's plugging holes or whatever he was doing <laughs> with in his that head. Ship, that was like, oh, okay, so this is a comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not going to be used in a serious way. Also, R2 flies at one point in the In the prequels, prequels yep. And then never does it. Nope. Never does it again. Nope. Not once. Nope. That not was, even in other prequels. You know what? How you have R2 have a great moment? Yeah. He's like, fuck it. And like he, like the, he and pops he out the rocket again. pilots the Falcon there through There you the- go. That's what I was going to say. No, I was going to say just him, though. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say he goes warp <laughs> and just fucking... Everyone's like, I mean, I love it. Everyone's like, I love it. You don't have as big of a hole as like that ship would have done. It's like, I mean, we can't fly. The, the, the laser doesn't work. And I guess we could still fly. Like, yeah. I put up some plywood and it kind of covered up the hole, but the gun doesn't work anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's like throwing a trash can at it. It's, like, it's not as it's not as good. I love the idea of uh, R2 going warp through R2 ship. don't! And it's just like... It's just like a fly hitting a window. It still does it. It still, like, fucks it up bad. <laughs> it knocks it off its trajectory, so it's not lined up anymore. It's like, ah, oh, damn it. From, from a distance, all you hear is... Oh, yeah. And then you just see the, the Death Star go <laughs> just out of the way. And it's like, that was so not worth it. R2, you fucking moron. <laughs> Pieces of R2 are just floating through space. I would have loved, I would have loved that. that. I mean, I would have, you know, you'd be sad because yeah. it's R2. But that visual, yeah. oh, we should get an animated to do just, that. Just do that. This is why we need the animated yeah. version of what, what if. if. That'd be so much fun. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I mean, now I think I undermine the whole like sacrifice. <laughs> like it's R two, no, no yeah. and it's like he's like Boom. puttering around, like because the rockets haven't worked in like decades. Yeah. Like, boop, boop, boop. How do you get warp? Yeah. Wait, at what point did we install warp in R two? <laughs> he's been around for so long. We just started experimenting at some point, like just to see what could happen. Yeah. Also, we left him alone to himself for a while. We don't know what he went through. We don't. Yeah. You know, robots don't masturbate. Who knows what they get up to in that, in that off time? <laughs> he can't just sleep all the no. time. He's got to be, you know, a part of society. But sorry, you got a pitch for Last Jedi. It's Last Jedi. Oh, can we throw? I forget. I forgot what the prequels. But did we talk about throwing away Rogue One as a, as a whole? Well, remember I tried to incorporate some Rogue One shit into into yeah. Revenge because I just don't need it. I'd be fine if at some point in the prequels we established Vader's castle as like a place that like Anakin goes to like nap, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, nap, yeah but, take a nap. Uh, whatever he does. And um, but besides that, Rogue One was really boring for me. I never want to watch that movie again. You guys who like it should feel bad. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, it's just it was. I found it pointless. I liked it more than Force Awakens or Last Jedi. Whoa, that's fine. I just like some of the worlds more, and I like the kind of like the grittier, down to earth look. It's just mm. that last battle, man, it just goes on way too long. Also, I like uh, uh, Tujik's um, robot guy. The big robot guy? K2SO? Yeah. Mm. Is it Alan Tudyk? Alan Tudyk, yeah. yeah. No, and also I was just trying to remember of all the characters that were in this movie, and I can't remember them. Nope. You could, too many. You could offshoot blind fighter guy into one of the Jedi in my pitch. Yeah. Yeah. Would have been cool. Anyway. You guys, really quick, let's talk about a friend of the show. They've been a big supporter of us for a long time, and you know what? They deserve some love. Posting your position uh, to job sites and waiting and waiting for the right people to see it, it can be very taxing. Our friends at ZipRecruiter knew there was a smarter way to hire people 
so they built a platform that finds the right job candidates for you. You don't even need to do anything. They're going to do it for you. ZipRecruiter learns what you're looking for, identifies people with the right experiences, and invites them to apply to your job. These invitations have revolutionized how you find your next hire. In fact, 80% of employers who post jobs on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just... One day, eighty percent. One day, that's incredible. That's better than what I did in high school. And when it comes to grades, these guys know their stuff. The right candidates are out there. ZipRecruiter is how you find them. Businesses of all sizes, and we have a business too, and it's kind of small, so we know we know your situation. Businesses of all sizes trust ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. Right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. free. It's our favorite favorite price point. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash stupid. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash stupid. And it's just, just one more time because we love to say it. Yeah. ZipRecruiter.com slash stupid. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now back to the show. So we open on a similar battle that Last Jedi did open with where they're trying to do the thing. Take out the can you hear me now joke, please, for the love of God. I uh, love that joke. Go on. Because, again, we have Thrawn. We don't have Hux. We have Grand Admiral Thrawn, probably played by Mads Mikkelsen because, again, uh, Rogue One doesn't exist in this universe. In the, middle of the battle, too. in the middle use. of the battle, Sam, tell me, is this too dark for a Star Wars movie? Mm-hmm. In the middle of the battle, because we've established that this in the last movie that the, the this world after the Return of the Jedi is obsessed with the Force, right? Mm-hmm. But things are changing. A guy comes up to the flight deck where the leadership is in the middle of the battle, and he's like, "May the Force be with you." And he's a suicide bomber, and he blows himself up. In the current climate, it would be questionable to do that in a kid's movie. Uh, but do I think it's interesting? Yes, I do. Because what what's happening is. In the intervening years, Snoke is emphasizing because again, everybody loves not everybody, a majority of the people love the force, would love to be a part of that, but only like 10 people are, were accepted to the Jedi Academy. Mm-hmm. So they're told, uh uh-uh, uh, you don't get to be fun, part of the fun kid school. Snoke comes along, like, oh, you love the force, maybe you're force sensitive, but you're not allowed to be a Jedi. Come join the new order. Yeah. So now people get to be a part of something bigger. And so you get, in this version, you get May the Force Be With You Suicide Bomber. Uh, and that's what kind of fucks up that whole opening battle. So Snoke's promise has ballooned the First Order's ranks, but there's real tension between Thrawn and Snoke. Thrawn does not, because Thrawn finally had a moment where he didn't have to worry about some Sith motherfucker. Sidious is gone. Mm-hmm. Fucking Vader's gone. And so he gets to be in charge. And now the Snoke son of a bitch mm-hmm. is coming and bringing it back. So the rest play, battle plays out similar, similarly, but shorter. I thought that opening sequence was too long. Uh, the resistance retreats. Uh, meanwhile, the last movie. Oh, I fucked up the end of my last movie. Yeah. Remember the last movie? Force Awakens. Ray comes to see Luke at the yeah. thing. Instead of that, she goes to Acto. That's where the students are. Oh, cool. That's cool. where the, the students ran off to. So now we're back here. She's with the, these the leftover students. <gasps> oh, and that's when you get. Oh wait, no, she'd be way too old. Uh, Oshaka. Osaka. Yeah, maybe she's. Yeah, it doesn't work. It's too old old and also doesn't work because they're they're all young. They're all young. And so it's like we need a teacher. Yeah. So their whole plot is is them trying to find there there was one of Luke's first pupils is has gone missing. And Mm -hmm. so they leave Octo to go find this person. So instead of them trying to find a hacker, they're trying to find if Finn and Finn is with Ray, they're trying to find this guy. Um, meanwhile, uh, da, 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 uh, the first order 
the first order can track the resistance through hyperspace but instead of like that whole slow like we're just gonna outrace them crates there so they go and hide out on crate and so basically that whole plot is basically a siege movie where they're trying to keep the first order out while while they waiting for reinforcements to come um and that's where poe and leia is on all that shit um Rainfin go on a grand old adventure trying to find the teacher with the, with some of the other students. Um, meanwhile, Ray is showing signs that she's a capable leader of them. She's capable of leading this group. They file. I'm uh, for your Star Wars fans out there. I'm going to call this teacher a Kyle Katarn type. It's not going to be Kyle Katarn. You're going to thank me later that it's not him. Uh, he's a classic expanded universe character mm. uh one of the first main expanded universe characters but he's locked up in the ultimate sp- i was trying to think what can we do different we're not going to go to another fucking katina world the ultimate space prison he's locked up in there i was just thinking that so that's we have really a, cool yeah so we have a prison break thing where they have to figure out how to get him out so similar emphasizing there was an element of that in last jedi we're just making it the thing mm. and, and and hey you listen you want a world with a bunch of bad aliens on it it's a prison world so now we get you get all your fucking scuzzy but the scuzziest like again you tell your art team like scuzzy scary the scariest things you think they would let in a star wars movie coolest action figures ever exactly yeah. that shit um all the space they have to break them out who plays the warden of this jail sam who what actor would you get to play the warden of the ultimate space prison Rick, mickey Rourke. mickey Rourke. no i'm uh, thinking there's no way you're going to guess this because you know I'm, I'm phrasing in a way that i feel like i'm building to something that i'm not William Shatner. Ah, uh, yeah, you, I didn't see that coming. I want to cast. <laughs> I want to cast William fucking Shatner in a Star Wars movie. I just do. I just do. And so he's the. He's not a bad guy. He's just the. He's actually a good guy. He's with the warden of the space prison. It's just they need this, this, this teacher out. <clears throat> they free the teacher. He tells them who Snoke is. And in this world, Snoke is an older Snith. He could even what was it? Plagueis. Everybody wanted him to be. You said Snith. Go on. <laughs> yeah, Snoke, sorry. Uh, he's the oldest. Sorry, he's one of the oldest. He's the oldest Sith. Sith. I did it again. Uh, he's the oldest Sith, and he's he's used the dark side to prolong his life. Uh, Sidious was actually powerful enough to like force him out, mm. and the Empire was so strong that it kept Snoke. So that was actually something positive. The Empire was doing it kept Snoke from gaining power. Ah, so Snoke's so, the evil stepchild. Yeah, mm-hmm. so so by destroying the Empire, that allowed Snoke an opportunity to like weasel his way back into power. Da 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 da. Rainfin learn learn after they free the teacher, they learn about the Resistance's situation. So they head to Crate. The teacher betrays them uh, because he was a Weasley piece of shit anyway, mm-hmm. and that's kind of why he wasn't around and why he ended up in the prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, outgunned Ray and Finn are captured trying to protect the other students that were trying to help um, the people on Crate. While they're captured, Ray confronts Kylo, like in Last Jedi. Meanwhile, Finn is being confronted by Thrawn. Uh, Kylo, that whole sequence, because it's fucking dope, where Kylo and, and Ray team up and, and fight the, the Praetorium Guard. Dope as fuck. We're keeping it. Um, but instead of Ray uses Luke's green lightsaber, which mm. Kylo still has. Um, uh, Kylo takes command of the First Order, now official, now the Sith Order, whatever you want to call it. Um, and this is the last straw for Thrawn. And Finn's been playing to his ego. And so Thrawn's like, you know what? Fuck this shit. Thrawn and a contingent of the First Order break and aid the Resistance in a last-minute final battle of the Knights of Ren. So I'm seeing like like four of the Knights of Ren are fighting a contingent of the First Order. Okay, what's left of the Resistance? Like That's how powerful a small group of Force users is. Um Da da da! Last final bat. Who are the knights? Um, the knights retreat after Thrawn's reversal. Like it's too much. They all retreat. The days are saved. The resistance lives. 
but now they're teaming up with the first order. So you get a moment. I want a moment where Leia and Thrawn shake hands, and you tell John Williams, "I want the Rebel score, the classic Rebel score," and then the Empire score sneaks in a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh shit, they're joining forces with the bad guys. Oh fuck me i want chills through the audience like mm-hmm. i can't believe this is happening we've got stormtroopers on the good guys like still not finn where i'm not on a stormtrooper anymore they're stormtroopers uh it uh, sounds similar to the pitch you had with like basically with game of thrones the final season of like good guys bad guys teaming up to take on the white walkers yeah, it's like not a bad idea it's not <laughs> but no it just sounds similar like i mean like no because of your excitement of it so uh, i sorry. appreciate that no uh, it's not so, a bad thing <laughs> so now the sith side is kylo and phasma who again we need to emphasize her more and the former Je- former Jedi teacher and there and now the the what was the old empire is now like a Sith army and so I think for the for for the final one we've never seen an army of Sith mm-hmm. that's what the good guys are up against while we're dealing with the drama of how do we actually work with the empire we're now the what's left of the empire is working with us what do we do with that mm-hmm. you know what I mean and all that and, and that's it that's my that's my it leads to a very fun finale of like the Sith versus the First Order and the Resistance, but also by the end of it, you're like, "Fuck, I don't know how this is going to end." It could end in like a cool civil war, or not civil war, but like a Cold War type scenario where the, yeah. like, the galaxy's kind of split in half. And it's like from there, there's still more movies that you could do, which yeah. would be really interesting. Um, I, I I like your passion for this. I think it's a lot of fun. I think. Uh, I was just thinking about this because someone mentioned oh Terry Fournier in the comment says you don't know uh, Osaka's too old maybe your species ages differently like Maz Kanata so if you didn't want to do Maz Kanata Lupita Nyong'o could also have done uh, Osaka uh, Osaka yeah I just didn't want that around because it d- defeats the point of finding a teacher mm-hmm. because she's around, she would be the teacher like why wouldn't she be oh, she's I mean, older than Luke or you can have Maz Kanata <laughs> but, um, but she's been in hiding because mm-hmm. she maybe she's like after everything that happened with Vader and everything like that like that was my teacher i don't yeah. want to know his kids i don't she's want... now the bummer luke that's yeah. Like, yeah yeah also it makes way more she's it lived through two more. wars yeah and like she's done she's yeah. like no uh you like your father well, maybe was they, a piece of shit maybe they find her before they find the other teacher and she's like i'm out because what, what i'd want to build towards is is the students going listen we don't need a teacher we're going to teach each other we're going to work together we're all young so there's no like raise the leader but she's not the teacher because she doesn't fucking know she yeah. just got into all the shit but the, together they're going to teach each other they're going to grow together i yeah i mean i like that too but i think she would have been a really interesting thing it would have made fans really excited it's just you need you need fun looks you need yeah. like fun looks to have uh this and also you could have a very cool moment of her and luke finally meeting and talking because i don't know if there's there's probably a comic or extended something out there where they do meet yeah um but it would have been really interesting to see like the son of her teacher that yeah. betrayed everything uh, and he's like, no, I don't like him either. He did end the empire. He didn't yeah. throw the emperor into a pit, and he yeah. screamed or whatever. Um, and like, they could kind of talk about that. She kind of has like, she her opinion doesn't really change too much because if you live that long, yeah. you're like, no, he's still a piece of shit. I would have just liked it. Would have added another very interesting level of drama in the first film. She would have been on board, so that way you get this kind. You get at least. Disney acknowledging some of what the prequels gave that was good because yeah. I know they did have that one actor Jimmy Jimmy whatever Jimmy did, Smith yeah, yeah he played Organa the yeah. Leia's dad um, which was interesting you know for whatever but I would have liked like in the no in the main trilogy there's like no the prequels happened but there's still good things that you guys all enjoy like the Clone Wars yeah. uh, TV show so you there get her she gets to you well, get and, live action and in her. Rogue One um, Force Whitaker's characters from the Clone Wars show oh. 
I didn't know that. No. So yeah, uh, but um, also he was not my favorite part from <laughs> when I was watching it. I'm like, I don't know what he's just talking so winded. Yeah. <laughs> it's bugging me. And that damn alien thing that sucked the memories out of yeah. people. Like, and he was like the and he was like he was like he was like something like just vowels. It was like the and he kept saying just the name of it. Yeah. And he was like wiggling towards him. There's too many weird wiggly things that just like <laughs> yeah. giant in the news in the new Star Wars movies. Yeah, so many wiggly things. There's so many wiggly things. They don't like they don't have shapes. They just yeah. kind of move around with tentacles and they attack people. People. Yeah, uh, I think that'd be pretty interesting. I would have. I, I liked a lot of what you're saying, but I think one element that would have been interesting is if we spin it the the trope that we have in literally every single Star Wars movie: the good guys hiding in with the bad guys and you know taking them down from the inside. Yeah, you you did touch upon it with the uh, like the possible like suicide bomber for the for the yeah. force or we uh, may the force be with you. But I would have loved, and you got kind of with Palpatine like he's like, oh no, he's the bad guy leading everyone. Yeah, having first a order mole. people like a lot of them mm-hmm. like uh, you by you figuring it out and maybe you don't even get hints of it all of a sudden there's just a turn because i think that's always more fun is just getting the like you get a hint that maybe there's someone but you literally have no fucking idea of who yeah. could be here i would have loved it because people would just be like oh no and like that ta- like that person takes out leia or that person like wounds finn or ray or somebody like yeah. you know, really like this they're fucked. Like, if you want to show, if you wanted the series to really take away all hope possible, on in, within the Last Jedi, you should have had First Order. Yeah, um, but see, that's, I'm trying to avoid that. I, don't, I know. I, I am not. But on while, the, while you yeah. didn't enjoy that, yeah. and The Force Awakens to me is a boring ass film. Like, yeah. I was, I was bored to tears through it. But um, cool moments, boring overall. But I like the Last Jedi a lot. But I think another way of like really like making this feel more like war. Yeah. And if you're trying to undermine a lot of the Star Wars like tropes that we always get it's like oh no who are this a parentage you know or like what do all these visions mean blah 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 yeah. it's like sure but what if uh, you also undermine like that same trope is that like no yeah you guys pretend and you put on your costumes and whatever that even happened in Last Jedi because they snuck onto the ship with that guy sorry yeah. I'm ta- what his little twitch thing yeah. um, Mike is his name Mike no DJ this, the, the thief his name was DJ yeah this is just what I called him. Oh, interesting. No. Did you like that? I like Benicio del Toro. I do too. No. Um, but I, I would have liked them un, like doing a twist on that. Is that like, yeah. yeah, you guys can sneak in here, but we have people over there too. Yeah. And you realize that they're the ones who've been siphoning the power. Like they've, they, they had fuel. They could have jumped somewhere else, but it's like, no, they're the ones who have the tracker on the ship and they are the ones who have um, been like siphoning the fuel so that they're yeah. losing people. They're losing traction. They're losing speed and they can't really get away. Yeah. And the traitor is Poe. <laughs> oh man. What if it was Finn? No, you know, like, uh, or you do classic like he's brainwashed. He doesn't know. <gasps> oh no. no, that's not great either. No. But um, I would have liked if you're gonna fuck with Star Wars stuff, like fuck with Star Wars stuff. Like, no. and if you want to take away hope, like for me, like when it got really depressing, I was like, this is really cool. This is like yeah. it feels like this feels like Dun- a Dunkirk esque Star Wars movie. And maybe just the smallest critique, if you're gonna drop a uh, Death Star cannon mm-hmm. on a planet do it closer like you dropped it from space no. don't drop it five miles away and then have stupid little crawly little boxes drag mm-hmm. it all the way back that was hella dumb <laughs> that was hella stupid anyways i think we i think you gave a really good pitch and i'm just mainly going to be thinking about for, about that for the next few days that are two force <laughs> Man, uh, i think that's my favorite pitch uh, of speed, mine late speed into the thing <laughs> 
but like that's the sound you hear but he blows apart oh, like, oh he's, yeah it's like um the ant-man fight with the train set it's yeah, like that it's like remember when one when uh when airy stops one one sword and it just incinerates on impact that's yeah. r2 yeah just obliterated yeah. uh and like c3po's riding him <laughs> they just fucking together yeah of yeah. course together they have to go together man and they kiss yeah because of course yeah it, so much sexual tension with those two it's true it's almost it's unwatchable true. sometimes because yeah. you're like just fuck and get it over with Jeez. and just all these like little like meta- mechanical bits just fly out of both of them it's like ah no never mind don't do that uh but guys let us know what you thought of these little pitches for a new trilogy i'm excited to see what ryan johnson does uh when he doesn't have to play do a yes and with jj because yeah, clearly they're no good at it oh it's so bad uh, you gotta take it if you guys want to direct People in the field of creativity, improv never hurts. Take a little improv class. Um, Helps you out also with interviews. Yeah, and acting classes and stuff like that. Because that way you know what your actors are thinking. Yeah, it really helps. Um, But uh, let us know what you thought. Ryan Johnson, I really kind of hope you just go backwards in time. I know you set some seeds of you following like there and like making like a new Jedi Academy. Go back. Knights of the Old Republic. It's a very popular game for your entire company. Well, something they could have done too is um, is there's a comic called Star Wars Legacy that goes forward like 100 years in the future and Luke shows up as a force ghost. Ooh. Um, But it's like his ancestor... You know what I mean? Like it's just it just goes away from all that stuff which which again I thought I think Accord did a benefit because it just skipped over all the like cleaning up, it skipped far enough in time where it's like, yeah, you'd be dealing with different, mm-hmm. different threats. What if, what if in uh, Force Awakens they're dealing with a guy that can take away the Force? Ooh. Remember in Korra with the guy that could take away Ben? <laughs> no, I really liked my favorite thing. I think you told me about it was um, somebody came from outside the galaxy. So Yuuzhan Vong, yeah, yeah it's so, an alien species that isn't affected by it. Yeah, that is amazing. That yeah. is such a cool idea that it's only within this galaxy that this works for some reason. Yeah, like, it's not how the universe of the works. Oh, oh crap! <laughs> <laughs> eh, gross. Yeah. That's gross. All right, guys, but thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you check out our prequel talk as well. There was a hiccup. I had a little burp. I had to but hide you did it. it. I hit it and I hit it well. Um, uh, make sure you tune into uh, on our Twitter at Only Stupid Answers. Yank out the vowels from stupid. We're doing I came back from a yawn. Man. I know. You just pointed right as I was yawning, but I'm I was sorry. able I was able to pull it back in. You did it. But we are doing watch throughs once a week for all the MC movies leading up Yays. to Avengers: Infinity War. Uh, by the time this is gone up, we've done a few, and we'll be doing some special YouTube videos. Keep an eye out for that. They're basically like group reviews of a bunch of movies because yep. we didn't want to do every single movie. So tune in for that at Sam Basher. That's me on every that matters uh at dj talks trash also every place that matters and also if you get a chance go to chaostheorycomic.com and sign up for the newsletter so you can get all the updates on my upcoming comic in 2018 uh i've, I've the first issue is basically done and it, it kicks ass i'm really excited to share it it's a very cool comic it looks pretty i read it and here's the spoilers now okay. uh, you can just follow me on twitter for those okay. um but also make sure you hit up our patreon patreon.com slash only stupid answers Please. for bonus content movie watch alongs google hangouts and by the time this is up there should be a lot more so if you guys are just like wait a minute there's more you should go tune in and go check those out check very it cool. out. Check it out. but also make sure you go over to iTunes write a little five star review we always like those five star reviews so we can read them on the show hit up our reddit reddit.com slash r slash source oh, oh, I peaked the mic so loud with that I'm sorry but still gasp <laughs> it's only still, stupid answers it's still, you animal <laughs> it's still very so I so many table talks I sat through it's still very so deep in my in my system you hurt me you know what Fuck that Reddit. <laughs>
<laughs> go to only stupid answers. Go to that's only where, stupid that's answers. Where, that's where things are alive and happening. Or go to the source fed one and say, "Come over go, here." Actually, that's not a bad idea. Do that yeah. one. Make a make, post a thread that's like, "Hey, go check out only stupid answers." And if you guys want to draw what R two would look like if he went light speed into oh, the man. Death Star, I would die. All right, guys, we're we're tired. We just did back to back episodes. Yep. We'll see you guys next time. Bye bye. Bye bye.